We are live. I forget how embarrassing certain things are, particularly if you don't get the chance to explain them to people. Mm. Like uh, we, uh, you guys haven't heard it yet, but me and Craig recorded an episode of Why Are You Laughing with uh, my good pal Vinny Paulino of uh, WATP and the Creep Off. And uh, we were shooting the shit with him. I think this was after the show. Um, we, he, you know, peripherally knows of the show. He's heard me on, uh, with Carl and everything. And so we were talking afterwards and I promoted, uh, blindmike.net. And I said, folks go to blindmike.net. That's where you can find the Patreon links, the merchandise, the links to all our podcasts, uh, where you can rate review and subscribe all that fun stuff. And, uh, evidently while I was saying that Vinny was looking at it. And then when we ended the broadcast, he said, you a big gearhead? <laughs> I was like, wouldn't that be? And I was like, no, I'm not a car guy, Vinny, as hard as that is to believe. <laughs> but then I had to explain, like, I'm kidding, but also, like, I seriously call you people that and have put it on merchandise now. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a fun pun with my name. You get, no, 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 I'm mocking people that would do that seriously and then trying to capitalize off of it. He's about to become your best friend, and you shut that door. I know. We really, we had something going. And then, as it as always happens, people will like me for a few moments, and then it's out of my grasp. It's gone. <laughs> See ya. Uh, yes, but that was a, a fun episode, I thought. Oh, definitely. They've, he seems like a, uh, a good guy. I like him. I've enjoyed the topics a lot lately. Yeah, hopefully we got some good ones coming up too. We got to get, uh, we got to start stockpiling those again, so we're not doing them week of anymore. It's ridiculous. Well, how much work can we do in a week, people? Seriously, it's outrageous. For the, by the way, for the very low money we get here on Patreon, if you compare them to some other people who are are walking away from their podcasts. <laughs> if I let me try this out for a moment. Uh, I got news, guys. I am, uh, you may have seen some, you know, vague rumblings on, on Twitter and everything, but I'm, uh, I'm moving on from, uh, the blind Mike project and why are you laughing? I'm going on to other things. I'll have an announcement for you, uh, in a few weeks is do exactly what that is, but, uh, I'm ending, I'm ending the program and I'm, I'm walking away. I'm going to keep it going though. Yeah. See, no one cares. Even Craig doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> he knows all the passwords. It really doesn't matter to him. <laughs> Uh, so if you guys have, if you have, have no idea what I'm talking about, you may have heard me reference the podcast come town before, which was pretty early into the Patreon game. They got in early and I don't really know why. So I think they're very funny. I think Nick Mullen is a very weird mind and very funny. Um, and I think their style just fits. And a lot of people have tried to like replicate it. I'm not going to point any fingers at a very good show or anything, but a lot of people think they can just walk into a room and magic happens. <laughs> but come down, come down has figured that out to the point where they make a hundred thousand dollars a month on Patreon. Are they really, could they be, it's a better podcast than this, but could it be 50 times better? That can't be right. The math doesn't seem right on that. They, they had a lot of uh, well-connected friends at the beginning too, I think. They did well, yeah. They promoted on the right shows, I guess. I don't know how it blew up so fast, but it did. And then something very weird. Uh, Justin texted me and alerted me to this when I was up in the woods of Vermont this weekend. 
um, Stavros Halkis of Come Town put out a statement where he's leaving the podcast. They didn't do a podcast about it, and he put out like a semi-serious written statement, which I thought was a very weird way. If you know anything about, first of all, it's called Come Town. So if you've never listened to it, you probably get the gist of, of what they're all about. And then could you just read the statement for a second, Craig? Wanted to let everyone know that I am not a part of Cumtown anymore. As much as we joked about hating the fans um, and the podcast itself, the show changed my life, and I'll always be grateful for that. Thanks to everyone who listened, subscribed, supported the show. It meant a lot. I'm sad my involvement in the pod is over, but I'm also really excited for the future. I'm working on a couple things I can't wait to share. Love you. Thanks for everything. So... Uh, Nick and Adam, the other two guys in the podcast kind of responded like half jokingly, but half sincerely where they like wished him luck and everything. He was on the podcast like a week and a half ago and then he just bailed. And so I listened to, um, the premium episode. I don't subscribe, but I have my ways. You see, there's a very secretive and sneaky way around it where all their premium content is uploaded to YouTube (laughs) by some asshole that just steals it from them. (laughs) And so I contribute to his, <laughs> his theft. Um, but I listened to it. And the only thing they really said about it was like, uh, yeah, no, honestly, we wish Stavros the best. It was a little abrupt. Like, it was the ab- abruptness. I think uh, Mullen said, like, the abruptness I find strange. Uh, Tim uh, was telling me that because he listened to it as well. They were making a bunch of jokes like that they were going to go do a serious show. Yeah, they're starting the Adam Friedland show. <laughs> they were like insinuating, <laughs> insinuating that he didn't want to be part of Come Town for what it is. That's oh, what- that's interesting. Yeah, I you know now that you say that, there was a little bit of that vibe, and so uh, my message to the guys like this, I find that very odd. So if you break it down, they do eight hours a week. You people should be so grateful for this program. Listen, we are all about. Quantity over quality. We may not be the best podcast on the planet, but we strive to give you hours and hours of mediocre programming every week. That's right. These guys just do a bonus episode. That's it's madness. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's a much better business model, frankly. Yeah, a lot of people do that model. Matt and Shane do the same thing. They make- Mo- most are yeah. Most Patreons are just like a bonus episode every week, um, and you can pay. You can you know whatever you can afford, you can pay basically. Uh, which is why, by the way, the $1 tier, enough of this horse shit. You're out. <laughs> it's gone. Unless Craig just doesn't figure it out or forgets about it. And then you'll still, it'll be fine. I won't forget about it. It's going to be the figuring <laughs> out part. <laughs> but but uh, if you don't know, folks, I'm sorry, I keep uh, sidetracking here. Yeah. the one. If you pay $1 a month now, you can subscribe uh, for the rest of your life. You're fine. Unless they don't allow that. I don't know if they'll allow it. <laughs> I, I assume you could just stay at that tier. Um, but, uh, if you want to sign up in the future, if you've been saying, ah, I'll get to it in July or August at the $1 tier, not so fast, my friend, because that's coming to an end. So you better act now. And then the people that, uh, don't pay for this already aren't hearing this. So this message is pretty much meaningless <laughs> as I'm doing the math in my head of what day this comes out to all you people that are likely paying more than a dollar that are currently listening. Why don't you, yeah. uh, basically telling you to go, you know, pay less. Well, no, no, no. You're going to get much less content. You don't get Quincy. Don't get Quincy. You don't get why you laughing early. Don't get why you laughing. You don't get more on money, which you all seem to love so much. 
stock tips. Yeah. So you only get a bonus episode. You're like these uh, cum pigs. <laughs> uh, anyways, the reason I went on that tangent was if you break it down, they do a free episode every week and a bonus episode every week. So Stavros was being paid $4,000 an hour. Yes. <laughs> roughly, roughly for showing up. And uh, listen, there are, you know, plenty of jokes are made about podcasting, but the work does hopefully go into, uh, you know, the program. You do a, a lot of prep work. At least I try to. Uh, for every show that you do. <laughs> and last, it's Come Town, which Stavros was on, uh, pardon my take, a few weeks ago, bragging at how little work they do. <laughs> he said they never once prepped for a show. Um, they have even timed, like they'll set a timer for an hour so that once the buzzer goes off, they know they're done. <laughs> and yet they still complain on the show, like Stavros will complain that the show is ruining his life and that he hates the fans. And he put in that statement that he was joking but it doesn't feel that way because I feel like if you had a job that cost you eight hours a month of your time and it was with two of your buddies and you made $30,000 a month, 33,000 a month. Yeah. Let's round down even. Let's say 30,000. Say 25. (laughs) Some pretty, some pretty righteous bucks. (laughs) I like uh, Nick and the other guy just (laughs) got bumped to 50 grand a month. Yeah, they each just get an extra fifteen thousand. <laughs> Pretty good, but yeah, I thought it was very, I thought it was very weird. So I don't know. I'm very curious what the deal is, but um, it's it's a shame. Like I've started to get annoyed. It never bothered me before because I listen to all these podcasts. You guys know. Um, it never bothered me before, but it started to get annoying where a lot of these comics that do podcasts will bitch and moan about having to do a podcast. And it's like, well then don't do it. You know what I mean? It's not like, I understand there's certain things you have to have. You have to have social media to promote dates and stuff like that. Um, and a podcast does help with promotion, but if you hate it that much, don't do it or like keep it to yourself, <laughs> you know? Mm. Don't let us know how much you hate it unless it's part of the shtick of the show or whatever. But when it starts to bleed through and feel very real, like the guy resents the audience, it's like, un- like I kind of stopped listening to the show as frequently because I was like uncomfortable by how much he, he seemed to hate it. Yeah. I've never, I never have really gotten into that show. No, no. It's amazing. You've taken so much influence from them. <laughs> I've heard clips on. Hey, let's share. Mike's Mike's a bug. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the come town model over there. No shit. Maybe I'll steal more. Um. Well, yeah, it's a it's a it's a smart idea. But like I said, they have a good. Uh, they had great chemistry and everything. So I wonder if there's an internal beef or the other thing, like you said where they might Stavros might look at it and say, I'm doing other things, whether he got a, a show or something where, uh, you know, something a little more uh, corporate or mainstream where he doesn't want to be associated with a podcast called come town. Let me warn you, my friend, um, because you were on a podcast called come town and that will never go away. <laughs> there will be archives of that, of you laughing along with all kinds of, what people would perceive as racist or homophobic jokes. And if you say, well, 
if I stop doing the show, surely that won't matter. Let me bring up a name that I've rarely mentioned on this program before. And that would be a Mr. Shane Gillis, <laughs> who, who they thought, well, we'll take a break from the podcast now that he's got an SNL. And sure enough, people were still able to somehow find the audio. <laughs> it's very weird. It's crazy how that works. Yeah. So I don't know. It's that's when people I like, I have no idea what he's doing. I wish Stavros all the luck. Maybe he just saw the fact that his special just got like over 2 million views in three weeks. Um, and said, like, I don't need to podcast anymore. I can just focus on stand-up. But if you do think, like, you can move on to bigger and better things, my warning would always be, don't forget who you are. <laughs> because if you start changing, that's when they come after you and really try to fuck you. Yeah, I don't know how much um, Matt and Shane are taking home a month, but they have almost, they have 33,170 patrons. I think a lot of those are a dollar, to be fair. Still sounds pretty good. Still sounds pretty good. Uh, I, yeah, like Tim Dillon makes like two and a half million a year or something like that. Yeah. It's insane. Insanity. <laughs> People, again, let me mention blindmike.net, where you can find our Patreon and you can help out this program. Let us get there. Come on. And uh, verygoodshow.org. Yeah. Do you that. Know? Oh. Apparently, yeah, because I always worry. I think, how, how are people going to have all this money for all these Patreons? And apparently they do, because a lot of these shows make a lot of money. Cometown has 23,672 patrons, and they're making $100,785 a month. Oh, I looked. I knew the exact number. I just, <laughs> sadly, I focus on it. Now I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, so... You say goodbye to 50000 a month, so uh, rest in peace, Stavros, and come town. We'll never be the same. But That's why I got to imagine that um, he's not the reason he's off the show. I bet he got kicked. And what do you, how do you mean? There's no way he chose to leave the show. I don't know. He always talks about how much he hates it, and Nick Mullen said he was surprised by the abruptness of it. So, oh, so that was the other thing I wanted to talk about is it's so weird to do that podcast and not just go on for a last episode where you talk about all this shit. Because mm. that seems like kind of spitting in the fans' face as well. The fans you claim you care about. It's like, well, they, they're all going to have these questions and you can say it's, you know, gay of them to obsess over a podcast as much. But that's why we listen to podcasts because, you, you know, you get enthralled. You feel like part of the world. You feel like you're in on the conversation with these guys. So... When you leave, you sh- you kind of yeah, owe it to them. Seems strong, but just as like as a show, if you're doing a show, it's kind of your obligation to explain to them why it just ends one day. It's we- I think it's weird not to. Uh, Tim Dillon has forty three thousand seven hundred thirty eight patrons. Good lord, two hundred twenty five thousand a month. Sweet Jesus! <laughs> Every four months makes a million. So Tim Dillon has what? A hundred times the subscribers we have. Yeah. <laughs> Am I doing that math correctly? Uh, yes. <laughs> Boy, is that depressing. But hey, maybe some, maybe someday. Oh, the, oh, I'm, no. That, again? He makes a hundred times, a hundred times more a month. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he has more than a hundred times the amount of patrons. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, hey. We can't all be Tim Dillon, but maybe someday, folks, and you can go to blindmike.net to support that cause. 
Um, the other thing I want to keep it, you know, there's uh, an obvious thing. Uh, you know, there's a lot of sad, sad stories in the news this weekend. Um, so I wanted to keep it in the world of comedy. And I don't know if you guys heard women can't get abortions anymore. <laughs> we can't. Oh, it's a real hoot. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't know that. Uh, no. I'm lying, of course, because that's not exactly what happened, even though people are uh, acting like that. But if I can be serious now for a moment, because we'll talk about this brief, as we always do, we'll talk about the things around it, not the topic itself. But I do want to just seriously say for a moment uh, that there are a lot of people that think that men shouldn't have opinions on this issue. They think it's, a, you know, who are we to tell a woman um, what she can do with her reproductive system? And I say I don't totally agree with that. I think there is one man who right. should be able to comment on this subject. Do you have any idea who that one man is? Whoever impregnated the woman? No, no, no. Of course, of course Craig can't play along. I mean, the great former NFL running back. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry, yes, I do. I send him this stuff and he still doesn't pick up on my cues. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> So I'll set it up again and say that I think there's one man that should weigh in on this issue of uh, Roe versus Wade being repealed. Why don't you tell the folks what you what you think, sir? Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Hi. Happy Sunday. Hello. Hello <laughs> well, it's my Twitter site, so it's my opinion. Let's start with Roe versus Wade. Uh, I thought it was a horrible decision. <laughs> I think women should have the right to decide uh, uh, what happens uh, with their bodies. Especially for a second. Yes, I think a woman should have the right to choose what she does with her body. Like, does she want to be cremated or just bleed out on the sidewalk next to a waiter? <laughs> does she want? How far does she want her head from her shoulders? Regular length or across the yard? This is a. Uh Definitely an out of touch video to post. <laughs> oh, oh, OJ. Now, I agree with it. The funny thing is, I agree with him. <laughs> Cases of rape and, um, and incest. I'm a little Let's surprised. See, what some are some other crimes you could do to a woman? <laughs> 2000. Let me think about this. There's rape, there's incest. What else could you do to a woman that she might not want? Hmm. 2000th trimester abortions. Mm, let me think. <laughs> now, let me just think for a second. Legit evangelical women who uh, have been speaking out against, you know, I guess abortion. Look, if you believe in God, you should know it's going to come down to whatever person and the Lord one day. So let's leave it up to him when that time and, comes. And if you don't believe in God, ask yourself this. How am I walking around a free man? <laughs> how am I possibly making this video with a smile on my face if there's no God? Casey Anthony walks by. Hey, Juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all going to have to face him. Um, transgender girls competing against natural born girls, I guess. <laughs> Uh, totally I against was, it. It's I totally was hoping unfair. you'd get into that, OJ. <laughs> I like how he's like, totally against it, just totally against it. <laughs> I think we, our programming now should just be whatever topics. We don't even have to play the OJ video. Just whatever OJ's talking about that week, that's what we're getting into. <laughs> uh, we definitely should do that. <laughs> um, 
transgender girls competing against natural born girls, I guess. Uh, totally against it. It's totally unfair. We've seen it in the results of many of these events. Uh, I think they should do it like they do uh, marathon. For such a brief there. moment, OJ had the liberals on his side. Yeah. You know, he had it right in his grasp. That's why we, <laughs> it evaporated so that, quickly. That's why we have to go. We have to turn to the juice when uh, when the big things happen. OJ keeps it real, man. He's right down the center. So whatever he says goes. That's what I like about him. That's what I like about these guys. I saw um, uh, a lot of people talking this weekend about, you know, I don't know if you want to call them centrist or whatever, but, you know, Bill Maher. I saw Dave Portnoy thrown in that group, Joe Rogan. I'd put Joe, uh, I'd put OJ in that category as well. Uh, Four he, very similar guys. Yeah, he he's a, a hood ornament on a car. He's that down the middle, dude. <laughs> That's right. Different categories. Category for men, women, handicapped, even seniors. Uh, uh, it's just not fair. Uh, when <laughs> when trans men start competing with naturally born men, I guess, uh, and start winning, then come back with that argument. But until then, no. It's, it's just point, not fair. Um, January 6th. I'd like to, no. if, if if you could go back in oh, time God. somehow. He just said January 6th, right, when I pause it. <laughs> oh, what a tease. <laughs> That's an all-time tease by the juice. Oh, if, if, I, if we ever have the ability to go back in time, I'd like to go uh, to a certain courtroom in Los Angeles in 1994 and walk in and just say, listen, gang, I understand that the prosecution did not make the best case for you to believe based on the evidence that OJ is guilty of this crime. The, the, the lawyers didn't do a great job, but let me show you what will happen <laughs> if you don't put this man in jail for the rest of his life. <laughs> we get the OJ show. What if he creates he's going to talk politics. He's going to help the world recover one <laughs> topic at a time. All right, let's. What do you think about January sixth, Juice? I'm gonna say he's uh, he. Be great if he's like it was a. It was worse than the Holocaust. No, I, I'm predicting he's gonna say it was bad, but not as bad. I think he's gonna be down the middle. <laughs> well, you know, Craig, I think you're onto something. I think I don't know why this would be. I think OJ seems like the kind of guy who doesn't want to take any radical stances <laughs> that are gonna piss people off. Till then, no, it's just not fair. Um, January 6th, look, by now we all know it was a fair election. Look, all of these Republicans in these states, uh, these lawyers in the White House, these lawyers would, would re-elect the president, all Trump supporters, all respected people uh, have said it's a fair election. It's time to stop with the stop the steal thing. I like a guy, I I like a guy who is going to check in with the hottest issues of the day and just be like, eh, they're all pretty much what they seem at face value. Roscoe's right. We have to get him sipping Callahan coffee in the middle of these videos. Oh, you sir. I think Jerry and juice would be a great duo. <laughs> Jerry and juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, OJ, let's go. <laughs> All right, OJ, let's do this with a safe distance apart. <laughs> When OJ, you know, Jerry will say things like, uh, you know, oh, that, that cuts me deep, Juice, and we'll all have a laugh. What'd you say? 
<laughs> now, Jerry, that was distasteful. <laughs> that was a good now, come on, Jerry. Businessman. I'd say, yes, you know, that's one Buffalo of the, the reasons why he was a successful president. Uh, but you got to understand, all this stuff to still talk has raised over $250 million, and very little of those dollars have actually gone to anything to stop the steal. You know, P.D. Barnum. Commentary. <laughs> he's. <laughs> He's well educated. Fighting commentary. Yeah. How, how great would it be if OJ solved all our problems? Like know. if we all laughed at this, and then one day he just came out with a video that made everyone drop their weapons, so to speak, <laughs> <laughs> and just say, "Let's all come together." <laughs> well, we got nine seconds left. We got to hear that. I'm just saying. All right, I guess. We're- uh, set. There's one born every day. So people are sending money to that. I guess he was talking about you. I'm just saying. Take care. (laughs) (laughs) Nice roast, OJ. (laughs) I'd have been really upset if that was one of the few that he doesn't say. I'm just saying. It'd be fun to have the Comedy Central roast of OJ Simpson. And he's like, hey, let it fly. Anything you want to talk about, just don't. Not the murder case. Of Nicole Brown, so just don't bring that up. <laughs> Other than that, you want to talk about my playing career, my oh, the Vegas arrest, whatever you want. That'd be so to bring funny. Up. Yeah, yeah. OJ, when you when you hit the the second hole on the right side of the line, it always looks like you had a dump in your pants. Oh, <laughs> just completely would, ignoring the murder. It would just be impossible because every joke you'd be like, I, how can I not mention? <laughs> OJ always stabbed the defensive secondary. <laughs> mm. Well, we're not the guys to do it necessarily, no. but it could be done. <laughs> Probably. Give me time. I'll have I'll have uh, OJ roast jokes at some point. Uh, speaking of men who probably should have gone away in the 90s, Howard Stern, up to his new tricks, apparently. He's saying now, you said you had a little of the audio? Yeah. Uh, let, let's play it, I guess, just to g- get a taste. He wants to run for president, apparently. I said to Robin, and I hate to say this, but but I said to her, I'm actually going to probably have to run for president now. And she goes, I and know. then my wife I was trying to push him into it earlier. Now yeah. he's reluctantly. Well, what an old no. Howard sounds like now. Yeah, Nana Stern. Oh God, this was he was one of the edgiest motherfuckers of all time, and now he's having conversations that your aunt would have with you at a Christmas party. No shit. It's just, he is an old lady now. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Nana. Whoops. When the Supreme Court goes into lying publicly, it really does undermine everything. I am going to do the very simple thing that'll set the country straight. One vote, one person, no more of this electoral college. I'm getting rid of it. I mean, so, that's so stupid. So, I mean, first of all, I, I understand it's tongue in cheek. But it's just hilarious to me that this guy who did run for governor of New York on the platform that he was going to bring back the death penalty and fill the potholes with the people they kill. (laughs) That guy is saying, hey, let's cut the malarkey. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, enough nonsense in politics. (laughs) Cut the baloney, eh? (laughs) It's like, Howard, that's a great message to have, actually, is cut the bullshit by doing what he did, not by now com- becoming the same old sad man that you made fun of 
30 years ago that won't leave his house. How's like what he's you? become is embarrassing. No kidding. I don't, it's, it's tough to watch. I'm surprised Robin isn't like, hey, dude, will you just cut the shit? <laughs> oh, I'm, I mean, Robin has made a career off of, yes, how? Ooh, yes. Yeah. I'm a millionaire. What'd you do? I said yes a lot. I think, well, so here's the thing about Robin is she would genuinely like people shit on her now, but like she did contribute to that show and was funny and knew her role. Um, and her role kind of was to laugh and be on board with most of the shit that Howard said. Uh, but she, like, there's a, a talent to what she did, I guess. But now it's just, she's collecting a paycheck. Like now no one in that room cares about what their role once was or how they make the show better. They're just milking serious dry for as long as they'll allow it. Right. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I don't, yeah, I mean, Howard can uh, run for president if he wants. I don't care. But if the man's, too afraid to leave his house. I don't know how he's going to campaign. <laughs> he's still not, huh? No, he's terrified. COVID. I think it's all basically an excuse to not have to go back to the serious studios and just do it from his house. Yeah. He's going to get, but that'd be great if he gets I, COVID. He's going to get COVID, realize it's like not really that bad, and then just <laughs> become Republican. <laughs> he's probably had, I'm sure he's had it. He still has people coming in and out of his house and ever, you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so my uh, my real take on the uh, abortion stuff. Now that we've scared away all the uh, you know the the looky lose, is that uh, yeah, it's it's psychotic that they that they repealed it in my mind. However, a lot of people are overreacting in the sense that they're now like, well, abortion's illegal, and it's like no, it's up to the states. And a message for you ladies out there: Can I just say? Because I heard a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of griping, a lot of belly aching from the ladies this weekend. Let me just say, if you were all on board for this, if it really was a men versus women issue, you'd have the advantage. <laughs> because mo- I would say it's pretty close to most guys are either on board with abortion or don't care. Right. Would you say that's fair? More or less. In, in most states, anyways. I probably lean more towards don't care. Yeah. And I think that's that's the case with a lot of people. Um, but a lot of them would also be on board. A lot of them are out uh, protesting with the gals this weekend. So if you could all agree on it, <laughs> we'd have it done. It wouldn't even be an issue. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I was saying, you have more than 50% of the vote. I was saying the other day, I was like, this is the way it should. I know people like hate it, but the way it should be is less fucking federal government, more state level. But yeah, so I don't want to talk about it too much because people are gonna, you know, uh, yeah, bitch and moan and complain. But those are my that's my basic thoughts on it. it of course, uh, I don't think Roe versus Wade should have been repealed. I think women should have uh, the right to choose what they do with their body. And I think if you're against abortion, just don't get one. See, <laughs> that's my other thing. That's the other crazy thing is like I'm against abortion. It's like okay, well then they're not making you get one. You realize that, right? <laughs> Like you can do whatever you believe is, and that's fine. My my whole thing with the abortion thing is like, like the the guy that whose kid it potentially could be never has a say at all. That's the only part. And that, that, is, that is a weird aspect where it's like it's a woman's body, their choice, and it's like, well, there could be men that don't want to get rid of their child. I understand you know? <laughs> like the rape cases and those types. Of course, obviously, of but I'm just saying in cases where like, <clears throat> if you have 
a one night stand with a girl or if a one night stand is rough because then you're just making that girl raise a child because you are both uh, irresponsible. But let's say you've been dating for a few months and something happens and she gets pregnant. And then it's like, well, we have to get rid of the Like that could be a miracle. What if that's the only chance you have at having a child that happens sometimes. So that's why it's always, that's why this topic just sucks. Yeah. (laughs) And I hate talking about it. What I do like talking about are, uh, and this was a tough one. It was tough this week. I imagine you guys sympathize with the difficulties of my job. It was very tough this week to find Ruth Conda tweets because so many of them were just dunking on Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself. They were. So it was tough to find uh, the cream of the crop, but I think we found a few, hopefully. And some of them have nothing to do with uh, Roe versus Wade. Some of them are just fun. Do you want to start or end with the one we talked about prior? Well, let's end with that one. Our old friend Alex uh, Eric Swalwell uh Popped back up, which is fun. He's such a loser. But we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, this one here is from Scotty Johns. Okay. Um, I said to my wife, do you think anyone will commit suicide because they could not get an abortion? She instantly replied, yes. Then she added. She put a gun in her mouth and pulled the trigger. <laughs> 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 then she added, there will be all those boyfriends and husbands that murder them because they couldn't get one too. All right. There are some real monsters out there, I'm aware. But let's not say all those. <laughs> and that shook my fucking world. <laughs> let's not act like it's an epidemic, for Christ's sake. <laughs> you know how every time a girl gets pregnant, there's a guy there to punch her in the face. <laughs> let's, let's not exhale. Let's get a hold of ourselves here, people. Jesus. It's very, it was very bad. I don't, I don't agree with the decision. Uh, this next one is from Monica Fracker. It's <laughs> a great okay. name. Great name. Just witnessed a young lady at the grocery store that didn't have enough cash to uh, to pay for her groceries. The lady behind her said, I got you. Didn't ask how much, just paid it. She turns to me and says, after today, we as women will do everything we can for one another. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite part about that is that she doesn't say it to the lady. She turns to this woman and says, you know, we, we got to stick together. Yeah. Hey, woman who had no part of this interaction. Yeah, why don't you buy mine too? Yeah, I realize you weren't involved in the little exchange we had here, but you seem to me like the kind of person who might tweet about this and get the news out. <laughs> so if you wouldn't mind posting this on social media. I love these so much. I... It's well, I love him so much because, you know, I, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a happening dude. I go out in the public every once in a while. I, I shuck and jive out there in the world, and I no one has these interactions with me. It's very sad. I would yeah, like man. people to come up to me and say, just wax poetic about <laughs> the news of the day. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we kept that one for last because it's definitely the best one. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um. This one's from Ashley Winter, MD, a urologist. A patient came to see me for a sexual health issue. She said, why have I never learned about this? Frankly, I said, because our society overwhelmingly doesn't care about the sexual pleasure or well-being of women. Oh, thanks, Doc. (laughs) She just looked at me despondent and whispered, the Supreme Court. (laughs) (laughs) 
So listen, the reason it was hard to go through a lot of these tweets is because a lot of women were just making genuine points, like like good points that I actually agreed with and getting tagged as like Ruth Conda forever, which, so it was a little annoying because then you're going through like serious shit at times, but then you'd find a gem like this where it's like, why do you have to make it a dramatic moment? Every Don't make up an interaction you had with someone. The idea that this woman just goes, the Supreme Court. Because you can't come. It's the Supreme Court's <laughs> uh, uh, This Oh, uh, Colin Powell. Krusty? <laughs> oh, is that the voice I was doing? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> sounded like it. Uh. <laughs> the Supreme Court. Oof. Mike Harrison. Am, am I right, Doc? It's like, <laughs> this is not great bedside manner, by the way. Mike Harris has an elite crusty impression. Is that right? Yeah. You should make it. That should be um, like if you hit so many subscribers, Mike has to do a month of shows in that voice. If we hit 200 subscribers ever, Tim's going to helicopter his giant penis on the Patreon. We've already decided. So he's a big, big hog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's worth going over there, folks. <laughs> Giant piece on him. See a guy uh, that I always forget is on the podcast <laughs> pull his penis out. <laughs> you said Tim earlier, and I couldn't figure out who you were talking about. And then it just dawned on me. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is that I, guy exists. I knew that, and I just wanted this conversation to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Tim. <laughs> How's Tim been doing on the podcast? He's been doing good. Is that right? Yeah. Mike is the star of VGS. Uh, oh, well, that's just true. I give Mike. Oh, sorry. Mike is the stav of VGS. I give him a month. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's not as nice. I don't agree with that. <laughs> wow. One letter makes that sentence so much different. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a way, in a way. They're uh, they're the same comment because he's saying Mike's going to get so big that he doesn't want to be associated with you guys. He doesn't want to be associated with us from the jump. Like he yeah. started, he started there. <laughs> yeah, he showed up late yesterday, and uh, Killer had called into the program as he was ah. as Mike came on forty five minutes late, and it was just a, a nice little what timing. Yeah, Mike was mad right from the jump. It was. What else is new? Tell this guy to lighten up. That's what I've been telling him. He doesn't listen, right, Ted? This guy's so angry. <laughs> He's so mad all the time. That's, that's what I love. A guy that has uh, just no fun with the podcast. He's, <laughs> he just walks in. He's angry. He doesn't want to do it. He hates the listeners. So what happens now is my goal, because he's he's not being fun, so I just try to piss him off with drops while he's talking, and that's been working. Yeah. So hopefully he picks up on that. We can just go back to normal. We all hope that for the success of VGS. Um, um, what's the Do we have another one? Yeah, we have one more before the star. Okay. This is from Alana DeMario. This one, if I remember, is not about the abortion stuff, is it? Um, no. Okay, yeah. Uh, picked up my son, my sons from school and stopped to get gas. Invited them to get out of the car and learn how to do it. Afterwards, oh. the 11-year-old says... Thanks for the life lesson, but I'll never drive a gas car. 13-year-old says, this is like that time you showed us how to use a payphone or how a payphone works. Sorry. How is it like that? 
I don't know. Kids, I imagine, are in cars every day now that the pandemic is over. There is no child that's like, oh, mom and her Edsel. (laughs) Oh, mom and her phonograph. (laughs) This is a very modern invention that is used daily by everyone. Uh, The last one is the star, though. So our friend Eric Swalwell has returned. And uh, he's walking around the Capitol building, apparently. And um, uh, a bit of a commotion. He kind of catches fire here. Ah, I love this so much. Today I gave a tour in the Capitol and was stopped by a father with his young boy. The father, the father yelled at me, hey, Swalwell. <laughs> and then told his son. <laughs> and then told his son, that's Swalwell. He's trouble. He doesn't back Trump. <laughs> I kept watching. That's Swalwell. Like he's fucking Bruce Wayne yeah. in Gotham City. Yeah. <laughs> I kept- That's the Batman. That's scum. <laughs> I kept walking and felt sad for the boy. He's being raised in a cult family. <laughs> hey, Swalwell. <laughs> Yes. What can I do for you, citizen? <laughs> Roscoe asked, is that the guy that banged the Chinese spy? Yes, it is. Yes, I'm not it familiar is. familiar with that story. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. We talked about that last time. <laughs> He's the one that farted on TV. I feel like we've talked about that, but it's always worth mentioning. <laughs> He's a fun character. Yeah, he had one of these a few months ago uh, yes. where he talked about something his uh, four-year-old kid said, and then he doubled down. And said like, oh no, he said to text. I had his wife text that it was true. Oh, that's right, that's right. We we proved that it was fraudulent. (laughs) And then he doubles down and says like, to all the people that think I'm I'm, a four year old wouldn't say this. They're just not living in reality. And then he sent a screenshot that proved he was lying. The father yelled at me, "Hey, Swalwell." Hey, Swalwell, like he, <laughs> I, the, the fear, like he was going to be stuffed in a locker. <laughs> he's getting yelled at like he's a detective that doesn't listen to the rules. These seem to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your gun and your badge now, Swalwell. <laughs> Swalwell, I got the man breathing down my neck. <laughs> That's Swalwell. He's trouble. He doesn't oh. back Trump. And he doesn't, he bends the rules of the law. <laughs> Swalwell, the press is going to have a field day with this. <laughs> now you better get your ass in line, Swalwell. <laughs> You're going to Beijing. Oh, good. <laughs> Swalwell, I got the mayor's office calling me about you again. <laughs> Getting too old for this. Uh, Swalwell is the best character on Capitol Hill. It's such a great name. I do believe, I actually believe that that guy said Swalwell because it's a great name to yell. You think he just went, Swalwell. You think he just went, Swalwell. (laughs) I like he's got his, he's got his young child in his arm. (laughs) And he, Swalwell, you stop right there. Is Is this it right here? taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. And the complaint <laughs> that, that I've... a fart if I've ever heard one. <laughs> he pauses. I'll tell you, the only thing that makes me think that's not a fart 
is of how clear as day. Like he would have to move his mic to his asshole. If you looked at him though, he pauses, lifts up, the fart comes out, and then he he keeps talking after. What is the chair mic'd? What the fuck? <laughs> Help you cheat <laughs> an election. Jesus. Hey, Swalwell. That's that's Swalwell. I like that he says to his kid, that's Swalwell. He's trouble. <laughs> he doesn't do his paperwork. <laughs> He doesn't play by anybody's rules. But his own. <laughs> Superhero, Eric Swalwell. Hey, Swalwell, fucking loser. I'm going to go see what he's tweeted today. Just curious. Up in the sky, it's Swalwell. <laughs> it's a bird, it's a plane. It's Swalwell. <laughs> Thank you, citizens. <laughs> Swalwell. Oh, Anything go. good today? Let's see. Uh, it's not low. Eric. Eric Swalwell. Thank you. Eric is a suspicious name. You got to question guys like that. You, you know what he always does though is he'll he'll say like a point that you're like, all right, he's a politician. He's saying that point, and then he ends it by absolutely shitting on everyone else, but doesn't think me, he is. Can like, you give me an example? Oh, like he'd be like this. The the oh he I kept walking I felt sad for the boy he's being raised in a cult family like he's just <laughs> <laughs> like that shit yes it's Charles Manson and this guy <laughs> that for some reason is in the hallway of the Capitol but this is the real uh, ins insurrection yeah no kidding how'd this guy get in there um this 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 rabble rouser is somehow in the hallways you uh, think security would have tightened up uh, he's doing a lot of Roe v Wade stuff. I'm shocked by that. No one else is really talking about him. He's quote tweeting Gavin Newsom, just saying leadership. <laughs> the dude who almost lost his job a few months ago, who should have lost his job a few months ago. Well, it's our Eric Swalwell update for you. I, <laughs> I love the idea of him. Like being the bad boy of D.C. <laughs> Today, it's government-mandated pregnancy. Tomorrow, it's a ban on contraceptions. This is an attack on everyone's freedom. Biden always has to walk out. Swalwell, in my office. <laughs> now. He's here. Ah, shit. <laughs> uh, what'd I do this time? <laughs> Swalwell, the press is at my neck. <laughs> He's just chewing gum. <laughs> oh, God. Well, like, hopefully Eric Swalwell can find a by-the-books partner to keep him in line a little bit. I think they'll balance each other out. Hey, Swalwell. <laughs> That's Swalwell. He's trouble. <laughs> That's what he's typing like it's a fucking uh, detective story. That's Swalwell. He's trouble. Oh, God. Well, thank you, Eric, for the uh, entertainment. We all needed a laugh this week, and Eric Swalwell gave it to us. Imagine hitting send on that. I, as I always say in these uh, segments, I, will I don't get the fascination of just completely making up a story. Hey, Swalwell. But you know what's funny is I bet that building is the most videotaped place on the planet. We probably have audio somewhere. <laughs> right. I, I just like, like I have interactions all the time where like, I think just cause I love based on this podcast, you can probably tell 
I love doing shit like that. Like, what if this happened? Could you imagine? But I never go to the level of, well, what if my Uber driver said this to me? Well, let me tweet it as if it happened. Yeah. <laughs> let me just let me just lie to everyone about it. <laughs> now, I will say I've tweeted the interactions I've had with Uber drivers, so I guess you could point to those and be like, well, you must be making them up if you think everyone else is doing it. <laughs> but my point is like the interactions that they're claiming are so like they, it's not like, Oh, I can't imagine per, a person saying that it's you're scripting a movie. What? Like that's the pattern with all of these is it's Eric Swalwell has seen movies where people have acted like that before. And so now he's just putting a, you know, pen to paper on it. I like, uh- well, you should, I want to tweet this out. I should just be like, yeah, I was riding in my Uber. It was a rainy day. And there was a guy, he wasn't, go, he wasn't using the crosswalk. My driver goes, that's Swalwell. He's bad news. He's trouble. <laughs> He's trouble. You stay away from him, you hear? <laughs> and that's when I think, huh, maybe I could, maybe I could partner with this guy. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Speak, all right, well, speaking of dorks. Uh, in the yes. political world, um, should we play this Kyle Rittenhouse thing? I suppose we might as well. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if you guys have seen the latest craze sweeping the nation. But listen, we're not that far from the Christmas shopping season. It, all, it always sneaks up on us. And if you've got a young kid who wants the hottest trend in video games this year, you're going to want to pick up Kyle Rittenhouse's turkey shoot. Hi, I'm Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm Kyle Rittenhouse. You might know me as the guy who was recently acquitted from all charges in the Kenosha self-defense case. It's kind of what we know you as, sure. From the very beginning, I did nothing wrong. I'm innocent, man. Yeah. What a bizarre... All right, let's say, let's take a uh, Laszlo from Rockstar Games, the place that makes uh, Grand Theft Auto. And let's say he was in some sort of, you know, legal trouble. Let's pretend. And then, okay, he, he, he absolves, absolves himself. The media wronged him in some way, and uh, he's innocent on all charges. That doesn't mean the next Grand Theft Auto should be started with, I didn't do nothing. Now, here's the commercial for the video game. <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse needs to go away. It's a very weird. You, it's when you. It's how you can tell you have a shit product when you're convincing the people to buy it based on you. Like, hey, support me. The, the game is dog shit ultimately. But oh, yeah, nothing says hey, we care about our product like having him do the voiceover for it on an iPhone from across the room. Yeah, that's weird. Also, I wonder. I wonder who's like advising. Obviously, he's not doing all this on his own. Like, there's someone pulling the Rittenhouse strings. And whoever that person is, is a scumbag. I'm Kyle Rittenhouse. Please do as I say. It's weird. It's not even like... It's almost like where we talk about with Brendan Schaub, where I don't even necessarily blame him. Because, like, people are giving him these opportunities for a 19-year-old or whatever he is that's got to be hard to say no to. I blame all these people around him who are like, no, this is a good idea. You should do this. <laughs> Smearing my let's hear, let's hear the premise of the game. It's time to fight back against the fake news machine. This is why Kyle Rittenhouse fake news trick and shoot video game. Now, hold on. 
What do you mean by that, Kyle? How are we going to shoot fake news? Hey, you know what? Remember that that time I shot and killed three or two people and, and wounded a third? Well, let's make a game out of it. We were we were just joking about a guy. Could you imagine if they made OJ Simpson football or whatever the fuck? Stab, stab the football and the kicking tee it's with. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not that far off from what this is like. And listen, uh, I would probably agree with a lot of the people that say it was self defense. At least from what I've heard, I'm he's not that well versed in the case. He's definitely it innocent. Seemed like, it seemed like it was self defense. Someone did die, though. Am I wrong in that? Yeah, I mean, the people that did die were pedophiles, so who really cares? I understand. But He's kind of a vigilante. Him and Swalwell should team up. Now, that's an unlikely <laughs> duo. Now, that's a television we show. It. We found it. We, we figured did it. it out. We did it. <laughs> we got there. Hey, Swalwell. <laughs> <laughs> My dad told me you're trouble. <laughs> Just Kyle in the guy's arms. You know, it's a flashback, and that little boy was Kyle, and now he's all grown <laughs> up, and now he's working with him. <laughs> ah, there's something off about you. I feel like I shouldn't be working with you. <laughs> oh, my God. It's well, well. The media is nothing but a bunch of turkeys with nothing better to do than push their lying agenda and destroy innocent people's lives. So go to RittenhouseGame.com and pre-order the game now and help me fund the lawsuits to stop these fake news turkeys. Not that I want to encourage your impression more, but his voice does sound almost like he's doing it so that Matt and Trey can imitate him on South Park. <laughs> He's like, listen, I want to make it easier for you guys, so I'm going to talk like this. <laughs> I like Code Red Mountain Dew. My name's Kyle Rittenhouse. So the only reason I even sent this to Craig is because the part I loved the most is that if you didn't put it together, Kyle Rittenhouse's fake news turkey shoot. So the object of the game is that you were shooting fake news turkeys. <laughs> Don Lemon eats it. <laughs> So they just took a game from the 70s and were like, let's put slap Kyle Rittenhouse's name on this. And try, try and make a few bucks. I hate him. So I got to say, from what I've seen and, I, you know, politically, there's some issues where I uh, may lean towards these guys more than the other side. But if you look at Rittenhouse and Ben Shapiro and some of these other guys, you don't belong in the the creative entertainment space, you know, whether it's movies or video games or things like that, that's not really for you. I Just am, stick to politics. I'm, I'm curious how his movie's going to come out. Does that out yet? I don't know if it is. It didn't, uh, generate a lot of buzz. It didn't. He just put it on daily wire and thought it would make money. I guess so. I don't know. Well, although that's what Louis CK is doing and I'm going to buy that one. So, Oh, is that where it's coming out on his website? Um, so they have, they're premiering it in Boston on uh Friday on uh July and like Louie and Joe List are there for a Q and a afterwards. Mm. Um, and then they have a, one, like a day where it's in theater, it's in theaters like July 6th around the country, but it's all at seven 30 on one day. Cause I guess they didn't get a lot of uh theater distribution. And then my understanding is that like in August or something, it's coming out on his website. Oh, I have to wait till fucking August. I guess so. Yeah. Well, you can go on July sixth. Mm. Nick DiPaolo looks so fucking funny in this trailer. I bet he. I mean, Nick DiPaolo. He's just a 
it's it's the role for him. He's playing Joe List's like alcoholic Boston uncle. <laughs> it's, it's a perfect role for him. I I saw like just people popping up in the movie, and I was like, thank God, this is going to be great. Bobby Kelly's in there. Uh, my favorite story when I, we were at Skankfest, Joe List told the story to Lewis of how he was cut out of the movie. <laughs> Who was? And a pair. Uh, Louis J. Gomez. He was in it? So he was in, he, he was in a scene, and apparently famed actress Meryl Streep was the one who told them to cut that scene, which is pretty hysterical. Oh, he's, <laughs> movie wars? He goes, I, was, I, I told my son I was in a movie. What do I do? <laughs> but yeah, it looks, check out the trailer, folks, for uh, 4th of July. Louis C.K. directed... Joe List wrote and starred in a movie, and it looks, it's a, a, I guess, more of a drama, I guess, but it does look like it's going to be good. It so looks, I'm interested in seeing. it looks great. You could tell definitely a lot of uh, like Woody Allen influence. Yeah. It's that, that vibe, anyways, where it's just a story about a guy and his family, basically. All sex offenders have to make movies like that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of influence he took from Woody Allen. <laughs> um, Oh, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? God damn it. The Barstool Idol thing. Oh, Barstool Idol. How, mu- how much time do you have, Craig? How much time are you looking to do? Oh, and I, I don't know. We're at an hour. I just wanted to make sure you could do it a little longer. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, well, let's talk about the Barstool Idol thing real quick because I don't have a lot of thoughts on it. But this clip did annoy me. Not from the sense of... So people didn't really understand what I was saying. People were like, oh, he's not mad. He's not mad. He's not mad. And I was like, yeah, no, he, he seems mad. And I'm not saying I thought Justin was great at what he did there. I, I don't think he was bad either. He had his moments. I, I think that's that's tougher to do than you would think. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just sent there to like disrupt the thing. It's it's tough to do, especially if you've never done. I don't think Justin's really done anything like that before. But um, it, there were definitely some funny moments. And also what I would say to these guys is Big Cat invited him in to do that. They all said this guy is here purposely to heckle Chris. And then when he did it, they were all so humorless about it. And like, uh, frankly, cunty, (laughs) like the way that they kind of talked to and about Justin, I thought was really for a comedy website, very bizarre because they're all like, Oh, it's so How awesome is that? Clemmer as a personal heckler. I don't know what they thought that was going to entail. But then when he did it, they were like angry and indignant about it. It was weird. Yeah, that Owen guy on the act too. Same shit. Now I will say Justin was like, you don't deserve to have a job or something. <laughs> Justin was like, I can see why you don't talk on that podcast or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was awesome. And his comeback was uh he had but I can see I can see that guy being annoyed at that because he's like, Who the fuck is this guy? I'm not saying he handled it great because he was also humorless. No one realized Justin is an employee there. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's what I'm saying to you. Is that they it's they're acting like a guy walked in off the street, <laughs> you know, dodged security and just did this. Imagine if that's what they thought. They're like, oh, they just let strangers in here to yell at the talent. <laughs> <laughs> so so these are the two winners talking about apparently their new best friend, Chris. I've known Chris for a good amount of time. I like to consider him a friend. I'm not this close with him. <laughs> as, as close as they seem to be mentioned Clemmer, I just want to say directly to the camera, I don't even remember your name, but the dude who came here to heckle Clemmer, 
fuck you, man. Like you were yeah, not. Okay, yeah. so how are you going to tell me? I had all these people on Twitter telling me that that's not angry. That's pretty <laughs> said, angry. He said, I want to look directly at the camera and say, I don't remember your name, but fuck you. Stone Cold Steve Austin would do that all the time when he was angry. <laughs> yeah, he seemed, he seemed riled up, that guy. And so does this John character. So that's the part I didn't understand. And then they go on to bash Justin, which is all well and good. It's their right to do. But they didn't do it to Justin's face. They were all just cunty about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like in the moment, they could have said, dude, we know you're here to heckle, but be funnier about it. like you're just yelling shit. I'm not saying I'm anything. I just can. I can't believe that this Caroline person won. Yeah, it's weird. But I will say from the beginning, I had said this is the she's the one that was going to win. Not based on me hysterically laughing at anything she did. I just think she kind of fits. Like what Barstool is now. You know? I thought that Danny chick that's on the other couch on this video is going to win from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's the other one. I said, the, I said both of them. I said the two girls. Yeah. Um, the third girl was awful, I thought. But yeah. And then we never got to see the one with the giant dates. Chris, yeah. Chris killed her in the wheel. And it's a damn shame. Yeah. So that's the, the shame of it is, uh, you know, I know it's funny to root for Chris to lose or whatever, but like, he would entertain me a hell of a lot more than either of these humorless cunts. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Chris have, is- a, have a laugh. Have some fun with it. And my biggest problem was not even these two. It was like Roan and KB and Nick, who were supposed to be like these fun-loving, weird, you know, kind of ironic meta guys that were ju- just looked down their nose at Justin and were like angry about it. It was so weird to me. Yeah. I, I couldn't figure that one out at all because I thought it for the Justin had one of the funniest burns I've ever heard in my life. That embarrassing story that Chris had to write about. And he goes, why don't you write about your pitch last night? <laughs> I thought that was I didn't get enough appreciation. It, did it was not. on his way out. It was off mic, but I thought it was so funny. It was so funny. But <laughs> I, I think Chris is going to have a job at Barstool by the end of the night tonight. Well, I so I wondered, you see uh, Kirk's tweet. Is that what you're referring to? Yes. Yeah, so I, I wondered the same thing. Where what are they talking about? Why, why is he specifically on this week? Is well, it just a coincidence? Here's here's mm-hmm. how I'm saying he's going to have Kirk on to like piss Kirk off, saying he's he's going to take Clemmer. And then, oh, I didn't think of it that way. I think he's having Kirk on because Kirk was the one person at the company who was honest about the contestants. And then though this is what this is where my head initially went. Then I was like, oh, yeah. well, Kirk's going to trash. Chris to make him sound right. worse. And then that's all that's going to do is make Portnoy want to hire him more. <laughs> I think there's a chance that happens, but I do think Kirk is also on because uh, he was the one guy that was like, this fucking stinks. Well, What's happening here? If he's not on because of that, I'm sure he'll bring it up. <laughs> yeah. He might, he might, it might come up either way, whether they want it to or not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, that was my quick thoughts on that. That video kind of, I was like, Jesus Christ, guys have a little fun. Um, and people were like, he's not angry. I was like, no, I think he is. I think he's pretty mad. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I want to look at the camera to say, fuck you. He seemed pretty mad. Give me that camera right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what was the one other thing I wanted to get to? God damn it. Um, what else did I send you? I got, let's see. Um, the house Democrats singing that you sent. Yeah, but wasn't there one other thing or no? There was an Instagram video of three people. And that was just okay. The Oh, you know what? Actually, that was funny. Pull that up. I forgot. 
That that might be what I'm thinking of. And there's the biracial people of color thing and Hinkley. Oh yes. Okay. So we got to get to, we'll watch this video real quick and then we'll get to my boy Hinkley. The, uh, the one, the house Democrats singing. I just thought it was funny that literally you would see that in an episode of South park. <laughs> like they're just singing together <laughs> to try and create harmony. <laughs> but yeah, so this video is just one that I found. Um, there's a couple of this. It, it's a, I think their Twitter account got banned. So Elon Musk not doing his job. He doesn't have it yet. But they still have... What's that? He doesn't have it yet. Yeah, it's true. Um, But Myth Informed is uh, the name of this. And I think they still have their Instagram account. Obviously they do, because that's where I pulled this. Um, So it's kind of like Libs of TikTok, the same idea. And sometimes I think they go too hard on certain, you know, ideologies and things like that. And basically all I'm saying there is like, I don't necessarily agree with their takes on a lot of shit, but they do have a lot of funny videos. And this is one of them from uh, the, it was pride day. It's pride month everywhere. It was pride day in New York Sunday, I think. And uh, I believe this is from that. The LGBT community is always being misrepresented, underrepresented, and just shit on. We need to stop shitting on the LGBT community and give them their flowers. A whole lot of our cultural things are from the LGBT community. So what do you, do you have any guesses as to what are ways we shit on uh, the LGBT community? Uh, we don't give them cakes. It's, well, it's funny. This guy comes out uh, with about as good an answer as that. <laughs> He's as quick an improver as Craig. Let's hear <laughs> this guy's reasoning. Just stand up and say gay rights. Like, well, what are some of those things? Give us some examples. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> how come I can't think of anything? <laughs> this is this guy's big shot to talk about a political cause he believes in. He wants to stand up for the little guy and fight for equal rights. And they're like, what is, what are some examples? Ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, we w- I didn't think you'd ask me that. <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> That's that, I would I would have been like you know what man I, I side with you whatever you want to get done. <laughs> Give us some examples. Oh fuck! <laughs> um, how come I can't think of anything? <laughs> oh the poor bastard! Listen, oh I've been, fuck! I've been put on the spot before too. It's difficult. It's not easy. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah. And so the last thing I wanted to talk about, I, we don't have to talk about it much. I don't know if there's, I watched the interview and there wasn't any particularly great audio, mm-hmm. but, uh, John Hinckley has, has apologized to, uh, Jody Foster and the Brady family. And uh, what was James Brady, by the way, a, a secret service agent? Uh, I think so. Um, uh, the person that, uh, Hinckley killed, when he, uh, in the attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan. So he apologized to everybody. And, uh, the interviewer asks him like, you know, do you, what do you think, uh, changed that day or what, you know, how did, how did your life change on that day? And he's like, well, I mean, if I was successful, there would be a different president. So that's one thing. <laughs> he said that in the interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it ended with like the most terrifying sentence a newscaster could say is uh, John Hinckley now lives alone in his apartment with his cat, Theo, who he refers to as his best friend. I was going to say wife. <laughs> I thought, oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, jo- no. Has someone hide Jodie Foster? <laughs> this man is still not well. That's not great. But yeah, so if you don't know, uh, John Hinckley did an interview with uh, CBS Morning News or Good Morning America, whatever it was. Um, and he's basically, he did a, an interview to try and clear his name because his music gigs keep getting canceled. <laughs> so I really just love the idea of John Hinckley sitting in a room with, you know, Jerry and Tucker Carlson. And he's like, I'm, you're, you're damn right about this cancel culture, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he switches sides. They're canceling me at every turn. <laughs> I'm being canceled. Sorry, Johnny boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So that was, <clears throat> I guess that was pretty much it. I, I, I uh, the interview wasn't that great. I, I sent it to you um, somewhat prematurely because when I watched it, I was like, yeah, it's not that great, but it is, it's funny. Just if you think about the, I don't know, historical significance of it, I guess. <laughs> The guy who's shot a bullet at Ronald Reagan. Yeah, now he just lives with his cat and makes YouTube videos. He's he's pissed off at all of you because he can't get a gig now. Yeah. Well, it's very annoying. It's true. That's what I've been saying about cancel culture. You don't realize how it affects people. Yeah, until Jamie Kilstein, right? Yep, Jamie Kilstein, John Hinckley, all the greats. And if you want to know what we're talking about when we say Jamie Kilstein... Then you sure as shit better catch up on why you laughing. Um, go listen to that. The next episode coming out is, uh, or that is out when you're hearing this, I guess. Um, we had guest Royce Lopez to talk about celebrities doing stand up. I'm going to warn you now, mostly Brendan Schaub. <laughs> we went heavy on the Schaub. But uh, it was, Royce was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Great guy. Craig was turgid the entire time. <laughs> Um, and then the episode after that, we got our boy Vinny Paulino, which we talked about. So, uh, go to blindmike.net and what you'll find there is the Patreon where you can subscribe, uh, the merchandise, which you can purchase. We got gearhead merch, blind Mike project. Why are you laughing? Um, and then if you want to support the show for free, you like, Hey, I like these guys. I don't know how much I like them. I don't know if I want to support them financially. Then you can support the show for free by uh, going to all the links we have for the podcast anywhere you can. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Tap the notification bell. Leave a like and a comment. All that stuff helps the algorithm. So make sure you do all that to help the show. And then go to verygoodshow.org and do the same for their program if you like those boys over there. Yeah, go there. You'll find the links to our show, our YouTube, our Twitters. Big, big Twitter thing, right, guys? And merch and Patreon. Go, yes. go do it. Not in that order. That was not the order I want. <laughs> yeah, so go mostly mostly go to follow Mike's Twitter. I think is the the most important thing. <laughs> yeah, go to Mike's Twitter and then that'll be fine, yeah. Mike underscore VGS, I believe, is his Twitter. You want to see a spaz, go to Mike's Twitter. Oh whoa, that is a harsh word. Spaz? You don't know about this? No. Oh, Lizzo had it edited out of a song and apologized for using it. Shut the fuck up. 
Oh, you know, I thought Jerry would have been all over that one. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, someone gave her shit for using the word in the song, and so she changed it. She went back and edited the song, and that word is taken out, and she apologized. Huh. Yeah. Now, God forbid once someone goes, uh, yeah, fuck off. You know, that's, you know, I, it's, it's not what you're making it into. Spaz? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe they're saying it means the same as a word we've said a lot on this show. The R one? But kind of stopped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. I think that's what they're trying to equate it to. When I think spaz, I mean flipping out because you don't like something. Yeah, like a, fr- a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Which like, encompasses anyone. No, if like something happens and you don't like it, like, uh, uh, the I don't know, the Celtics losing <laughs> world championship and you get pissed about it or something. Sure. And you spaz because yes. it didn't go the way you want it. Right. Well, no. uh, apparently that's offensive. So. Yeah. But that's the kind of crazy talk you can find on very good shows. So go support them as well. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> All right. And I don't know anything in the comments. How are the, how are the commenters doing? Anything bef- we should know before we get out of here? When we first started, everyone was like, this better be Quincy. Oh, I forgot to say that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, folks. Oh, wait a minute. I don't know what you're about to say, but if it has to do with tomorrow, that can't happen. <laughs> um, what do you mean? Never mind. Continue. I was going to say, Quincy's a Friday night feature this week. We'll watch it on Thursday. But okay, we'll okay. You can tell Craig. Craig never, never just goes with me on anything. <laughs> well, no, because we originally were talking about... I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll watch uh, Quincy on Thursday. Maybe we'll go live for some of the subscribers and then post it on Friday. Oh, those $10 subscribers are going to get the goods on Thursday. That's right. Um, so yeah, we'll see, but yeah, Quincy on Friday. So I apologize to the folks, but, uh, it will, it will happen this week. Don't you worry. Excellent. Uh, all right. It's murder. We'll talk to time. you guys next time. Until then, have yourself a great day. And as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh?